flop We've heard a lot about what teenagers and college students were listening to in the late 60s. But what were adults listening to? The years 1968 through 70 saw the last gasps of adult pop, a field once ruled over by the likes of Perry Como and Rosemary Clooney. By that time, adult pop at its best had evolved into something slinky and jazz-inflected, oozing a very cinematic sense of sex and intrigue. And there were few songs as exemplary of that sound as Nita Rossi's Untrue, Unfaithful. This is Friday's best pop song ever. Anglo-Italian singer Nita Rossi was born in Bournemouth in 1948. After a youth spent singing with dance bands and performing in local singing competitions, she sent an audition tape to the manager of pop singer Tom Jones with hopes of gaining entry into the pop music big leagues. Tom Jones himself was a standard bearer of this new pop sound thanks to his renditions of brassy Burt Bacharach compositions like What's New Pussycat and Promise Her Anything, not to mention his bombastic performance of John Barry's theme to the James Bond film, Thunderball. Bacharach were key figures in shaping this new sound, as both brought to the task of pop songwriting experimental approaches drawn from jazz and abstract composition. With their unique approaches to harmony, both seemed at times to be competing to see who could inject the most dissonance into a simple song structure, while at the same time keeping it catchy and melodic. Untrue, Unfaithful, written by Tom Jones' manager, Gordon Mills, was certainly a song in the Bacharach very vain, sporting a sassy, jazz-inflected vocal, a bottomless well of heavily reverbed strings and horns reminiscent of a James Bond theme, and an aggressive, cymbal-heavy drumbeat that bordered on trashiness. After signing Nita Rossi, which he did immediately upon hearing the 17-year-old's audition tape, Mills decreed that Untrue Unfaithful would be her debut single. The song was released on the Piccadilly label in September 1965, and though it did not meet with much chart success, it would years later become a cult favorite thanks to its inclusion on a number of girl group sound compilations. 
Of course, the fact that Tom Jones released a competing version of the song as a deep cut on his 1965 What's New Pussycat album might explain why Rossi's version didn't meet with more success. However, it has to be said that Jones's take, which featured him doing his trademark macho strut against a somewhat toned-down backing, sounds ironically neutered when compared to the brassy, woman-scorned growl of Rossi's interpretation, which, come to think of it, might, given the times, have also counted for it not catching on with the public. Rossi's release of the track turned out to be the launch of a slight career that would amount to four failed singles released over the next two years. Her days as an aspiring pop diva now long behind her, she now resides in the north of Italy, enjoying her cult status from a comfortable remove. For Truly, Untrue Unfaithful is a song that benefits greatly from hindsight, embodying, as it does, a certain brand of swinging 60s cool that is today regarded with fondness by both those who remember it and those who weren't even a gleam in their parents' eye at the time. As such, it is, along with the sophisticated pop compositions of Bacharach, Barry, and their progeny, the perfect accompaniment to your next retro-themed cocktail party, where, needless to say, the martinis will be shaken, not stirred. And now here, in its entirety, is Untrue Unfaithful by Nita Rossi.
You've been listening to the Friday's Best Pop Song Ever podcast. I'm your host, Todd Statman, reminding you that, in addition to Untrue Unfaithful by Nita Rossi, we also heard Promise Her Anything, Thunderball, and Untrue Unfaithful by Tom Jones, as well as Walk On By by Dionne Warwick, Goldfinger by Shirley Bassey, and 007 by the John Barry Seven. All of which are the property of their copyright holders and used by me for informational purposes only. I want to thank you for listening and assure you that I'll be back the same time next month bringing you another song that I'm sure you will agree is Friday's best pop song ever. Sayonara.